Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, first, we need to lead with something. People, the Arizona PHNX Wildcats takeover is occurring tomorrow. This is an amazing time. Jacob Franklin, pull up the graphic. Very, very pleased. Thank you, Jacob Franklin. All right, this uh, telling you guys, you got to go check this out. Starts at Illegal Pete's. And then it goes over to Arizona to watch the game. It's in the Y section. You will thank me later. All kinds of good stuff. And again, ASU has nothing to play for. Arizona has everything to play for. Let's go there and let's make fun of some Sun Devils. Get your tickets now. Go to gophnx.com. Again, you will thank me later. All kinds of really good stuff. Plus, Shear will be up there. This is true. Shear, is this true? You'll be at the game. I will be very excited about an 8 p.m. game in Phoenix. Oh, I mean, who isn't excited about an 8 p.m. game in Phoenix? Let's be honest here, dude. Let's be honest. All right. We got a lot to get to this show. We're going to talk a lot of Arizona football this show. We were remiss a little bit. Uh, we've probably been neglecting a little bit, but we need to make fun of some AP voters first. Um, ASU. ASU is receiving top 25 votes, and one AP voter has ASU as the number nine team. It, does this only happen with Arizona and ASU, the mix-up? I can't imagine that any other person puts North Carolina State thinking that they were picking North Carolina. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think it is. The only one that is weird is that Bloomquist guy because he had ASU and Arizona in his top 10. But most of the time, it is an error. And they actually fix it. The AP will fix it the day after by reaching out to the voters. Um, it just It has a minimal impact, so you don't really hear about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, but it very much annoys me because it only happens if I appear with Arizona. All right, the comments coming in hot and heavy right now. All right, Rick Barrett. I don't care how much better UCLA is playing. If we don't sweep the LA schools, I will be upset. We're going to get to all of that. Don't worry. Um, so it wasn't, Rick, so it wasn't an error if he had Arizona and ASU on there. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this one at all. All right, Erica, Erica. Hopefully, Erica isn't mad at me still. Erica was very upset with Shearman yesterday, sending us very mean text messages. We do not like this, Erica. Okay, now, Arizona ASU uh, tomorrow. Listen, I'm at the stage, we're at the stage in the season where um, Arizona just needs to beat the snot out of ASU. I don't care where, I don't care if it's in Wells or Desert Financial Credit Union or where it is, Arizona just needs to beat the crap out of ASU. Um, listen, ASU's actually, it was funny, I was talking on the radio today, ASU is uh, actually, ASU, if you put Tommy Lloyd as the ASU coach, yes, they're probably <laughs> yes. a top 25 to 30 team in the country. I mean, they're that good. They, they ASU's got a lot of potential, but they have Bobby Hurley there, and that's why ASU is ASU, and ASU or Arizona is Arizona. ASU, Tommy uses the perfect word. Every time he talks about ASU, he says they're streaky. And, like, there was no better evidence than this past week, right? Like, they were down 25 to UW. They came back, but they were down 25. And then they go and they beat Washington State and they lead the entire game. That's ASU. Like, you literally, we can analyze the game, and we will and all that. But we, on on Wednesday, tomorrow, we have no idea what ASU is going to show up. Like, we just don't know. And what I don't understand, what I also don't understand, too, is that, again, Bobby Hurley was a good, Bobby Hurley was a really good basketball player. And give you an example, Alonzo Gaffney is kind of a perfect example of what I'm talking about. There's times when you watch Alonzo Gaffney and you're like, oh, dude, is this Kevin Durant I'm watching? And then most of the time you watch and it's, well, no, it is Alonzo Gaffney that I'm watching. 
Yeah, I mean, we saw, again, watch this tape. Perfect example. Like, Gaffney fouled out against Arizona in 10 minutes. It was completely irrelevant. Against Washington State, I think he had 12 and 7, was hitting threes. And it's like, right. like that's like most coaches would find a way to use Alonzo Gaffney in a creative way to spread the court and get him in mismatches and all that. Uh, ASU just doesn't, they don't run plays. Like they don't, they don't have strategy on offense. They kind of just roll the ball out and whatever happens, happens. All right, now we got a super snap coming in. All right, for the Mike Luke Better Tape Fund. By the way, I don't know if I still have that electrical tape here. Um, actually, I don't think I do. But a super snap, a nine oh one, nine ninety nine super snap for the Mike Luke Better Tape Fund. Okay, all right, now check it out. Um, now back to uh, all right, just sorry, my bad. Um, all right, but with ASU though, it just kind of is what it is. Um, Arizona should beat ASU. Plus the other thing too. Arizona's at the point in the season where nobody should sneak up on you anymore. Arizona's in the uh, Arizona's at the point where you should be able to uh um Arizona is at the point where ASU is at the uh, or, or excuse me I, sorry I keep getting cards. I got this Mike. ASU shouldn't be sneaking up on Arizona. They should be prepared for any possibility. They know how important the game is. There's no surprise. There's no going to Oregon State and all of a sudden they're shooting well. Uh, you know, this is, you know what you're getting, beat the crap out of them. Just beat the crap out of them. And again, a, a, oh, so let's get back to Arizona here for a second. Um, with ASU, it's interesting because your players aren't bad. Frankie Collins is not a bad player. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Perez, age 26, not a bad player either. Um They've got, like I said, they got players, but I'm also at the point too with Arizona. We're going to talk more about being a number one seed. Arizona needs to be a num- Arizona needs to beat these teams. And this is where I'm at. People saying, you know, what games can you afford to drop? I don't look at it this way because I demand excellence. Arizona should not drop any of these remaining regular season games. If you lose a game in the Pac-12 tournament, cool. But ASU stinks. The LA schools stink. Oregon's not good. There really is no exception or excuse for this happening this year. Yeah, I would say on paper, Arizona should absolutely win out. There, there's no doubt about it. I think Ken Palm, they are a double-digit favorite in each remaining game. Now, do I expect them to go to UCLA and USC and blow those teams out? No, not really. I think it's going to be a, a more difficult game, but they probably should, right? Like, like they're good enough to do it. This is the time of year. We're in an ideal world. You see them saying, look, if we went out, we're Pac-12 champs, and let's just go and get this done and – and kick the crap out of the next four opponents. All right, now let's look to the L.A. schools a little bit here. Um, Or actually, why don't we just look to Oregon? Oregon to me is fascinating. Oregon to me is kind of a microcosm of what's wrong in the Pac-12 this year because Oregon's actually got some pretty good players. I was telling a, a Shear before the season that USC was going to woefully underachieve. Shear did not believe me. Shear's a big Anfield guy, as we all know. Um, But we'll get to them in a minute. Uh, Oregon to me is kind of the uh, the same thing. I think everybody thought when you got in Folly Dante back, Arizona or Oregon started out five and zero. Um, you got a pretty good guard, or you got a pretty good guard. Um, we're kind of at the stage though now where they're just not very good either. I mean, none of these teams are very good. I hate to really keep saying that, but none of these teams are very good. See, I think in terms of talent, Oregon is more capable than USC. Like, I think Oregon is is talented. I mean, you take. Dante at your center, you know, I love Jackson Shellstad. I know he's a freshman and he's hit a bit of a wall, but uh, like, he's really good. They have talent. It's just, they're another team that's been bothered by injuries. Like because of Biddle, now they're starting Kwame Evans at the four, right? right? You just, you just, you can't do that. He's not good enough to start at the four right now. And uh, you know, Rigsby at the two, he's not good enough, but yeah, like 
you you thought USC would be, be a national championship contender, and and I tried to tell you they weren't. And once again, you're pulling I'm a like, Mike Luke right there. I like it. And uh, yeah, but like you did. Let's okay. Let's say they were they met expectations. They would have at least made the tournament. Oregon should be in the tournament. UCLA sure. should be in the tournament. Like right. that's the issue. It's not that they're not as good as people thought. It's like they're not even close. Well, they're just, to being they as good as they should. Well, let's be. just call it what it is. They suck. Um, There's like the Pac-12. We thought would have four or five tournament teams. They're lucky that they have two. Right. Yeah. And and honestly, they're very lucky that they have two. Okay. Now let's get to some. Uh, all right. We're going to break down a little bit what we need out of Arizona. But first, why don't we talk about Circle K? Let's ask this: Are you going to Circle K on your way up to uh, on your way up to Tempe tomorrow, Jason Shear? Absolutely. First stop. All right, now, let's, all right, check it out. Circle K, my friends, the inner circle. Sheer is part of the inner circle. Guess, Ali Farhang is also part of the inner circle. Join inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. And what else do we want to knock off here? Uh, Gila River Resorts and Casinos. All right, check it out. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. All kinds of really good stuff. Um you can, uh, like I said, you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Again, a fun, immersive experience. You got the cool little blue wave there as well. Again, you will thank me later. Um, all right. Now, with Arizona, my big thing this week is I need to get back. I need the bench to start playing well again. I'm going to keep hammering that one home. Um, we're at the point, too, where I think that, you know, Arizona is going to be a one or a two seed. We need to be able to count on the bench. And a big per- part of uh, that bench to me is KJ Lewis. Listen, we love Mount Crevis, um, but Mount Crevis is never going to be finishing a game. Uh, that's just not who he is. That's not ever going to be what he is this season. KJ Lewis is a player. If Arizona goes small, depending on the game, KJ Lewis could finish a game. I need KJ to get back to being the five-star KJ that I was bragging about and not the two-star KJ that you were saying we were going to see. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He's been he, he's been bad the month of February. Well, I shouldn't say that. He was really good on the Bay Area trip, and then since then he's been he's been awful. I mean, zero points and fouled out against Colorado. His fouls are just they're they're out of control. I don't think he's bad, but you have to be concerned. And I asked Tommy if he's hit the freshman wall, and and Tommy didn't seem to think so. But um, he's a freshman. Like you're gonna have ebbs and flows. You just wish that he kind of bounces out of it i think asu is actually a a good opportunity for him to bounce out of it he played relatively well even though he fouled too much um this is a good opportunity for him especially defensively he's also a hustle guy and with hustle guys i'm gonna keep coming back to this i mean when you're a hustle guy you should be able to have your floor shouldn't be that deep because again you are a hustle player also i want to give kylan boswell some shout outs some shouts here um uh, Tommy Lloyd went on to SVP yesterday and uh, he talked about, you know, a little bit of Kylan Boswell and uh, the text message. And again, it's, uh, you know, with Boswell, I, and I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying this. I, I apologized, but I think with Boswell, you, you, you want, you, cause you know, he's good. I mean, you and I have covered bad basketball players. I mean, I always bring up Daniel. Yeah. I always bring up Daniel Dillon. I'm not going to sit here and say, Daniel Dillon, what are you doing? Daniel Dillon stinks. He wasn't good. Um, Kylan Boswell is good. Kylan Boswell's got all the world potential in the world. You just want to see him. Uh, but at the same time, too, I also feel for the kid because he's obviously going through a lot. Yeah, you know, I... <laughs> I you fed into it, Sheer. I don't often regret tweets, and I still don't really regret that tweet because it was on national television. But some of the reactions within that thread. Like I, I went from 
his body language sucks to responding to people being like, man, like calm down. Like, Oh, we don't want him here. Get out of here. We hate you. It's like, calm down. Right. Like, and one thing that we need, I need to be very clear about and one person I will not apologize to. Well, besides the great Brad rich, uh, no, my, I apologize to Kylan does not equal my bad Boswell. My bad Boswell is totally different. My bad Boswell needs to be him taken over on the court. If he has, if he starts playing really well and he leads Arizona in the NCAA tournament, that will be about my bad. The, I apologize. Kylan is just for probably, uh, you know, probably being a little too relentless. I am a weirdo though. And sometimes things I get fixated on things. Jason sure knows this. Um, but like the Boswell and the mountain trip was awesome. Right, nice. like 11 for 21 on that trip, 31 points. That was the most points he's ever had over a weekend. You're like, hell yeah. Then he has 11 against ASU, but didn't really play great. But okay, 11 points. How are you going to complain? And then against the Washington schools, he was he was just bad. Like it, shooting bad and the turnovers. And, you know, you hope that he bounces back. And again, like we can't be more clear. Arizona needs Kylan Boswell. I am against giving up on him. I know people have other opinions. You can't just bench him and say, you're over there. They need him. It's just that they need to find a way to get the best out of him on a consistent basis. This was a question that was asked, and I'm curious. I know your answer. I'm just curious if you're going to say this on air or not. But uh, that's why I'm uh, that's why I'm springing this. By the way, I had a guy at the gym today ask me. <laughs> he knew who I was, and he actually listened to the show. Sucker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really appreciate all of you because I wouldn't be here without all of you. A salute emoji. Um, he said, man, he says, he says, your guys' show prep must be intense. He says, because you guys always know what you're doing, now you're going to feed off of each other. And I said, no, there is no show prep. We just text back and forth all day. There's no show prep. Yeah, I've never prepped for one of your shows, Mike. Yes, ever. exactly. But <laughs> I guess our show prep is basically talking about Arizona basketball all day, so we know exactly where the other person's going to stand. So that does count. All right, but um, when it comes to uh, uh, Kylan Boswell, stop with the Kirk Creasa stuff. I do not want Kirk Creasa here. Under no circumstances do I want Kirk Creasa here. Um, I have no problem in uh, saying that I cool that he had his 23 points. I tuned into the last few minutes. He also gave up the driving layup that uh, uh, tied the game. He didn't even try. And then I've lived the Kirk Creasa thing. I've also looked at his last five games where he's averaging five turnovers and four and a half fouls per game. No, thank you. No, thank you. I will have Kylan Boswell. I think this is a case where people turn into a game. It's the only game on TV. Kerr was awesome. We're like, holy shit, Kerr at 25 and six. But like we text back and forth, like against Iowa State, he had five turnovers. No one watched that. Against TCU in a loss, he had six turnovers. He's Kerr Creasa. Once in a while, you'll get the 20-point game. And then once in a while, you'll get the one of 10 game with five turnovers and four fouls and all that. And that's who he is. Now, to his credit, He's shooting the best from three he has in his career. He's shooting 43% from three, but he also has by far the most turnovers and the and the let least assists. So it's right. you know. All right. Now um I'm gonna go back, push back a little bit here. I like Boswell's spotty offense uh versus uh Bradley's lack of offense. The problem and the, the the differential though to me, at least at this stage, is and again, hoping I'm wrong, hoping there is a my bad movement for this is that the uh, the difference between defense between the two is far more measurable than the difference between the offense right now, Jason Sure. Yeah. It is. Come on. Admit it. It is. It is. Yeah, I said this the other day. If you could combine Jaden Bradley with, with Kylan Boswell, you'd have an awesome point guard, yeah. right? Like Jaden Bradley's offense disappears. Kylan's probably a little bit more of a better offensive player, but Jaden Bradley's a significantly better 
defensive player. And I like how the offense actually flows better in the half court with Boswell in the full court. Jaden Badley is probably better. Uh, it's tough, but you know, they're, they're, again, like there's that balance, like, and, and I'm really curious to see what Tommy does in March. Who's going to end the, that game, right? Like who, I don't care who starts. That's irrelevant to me. If Kylan Boswell starts to play 15 minutes, who cares? March is going to be a thing where if Boswell struggles, does Tommy Lloyd say, sorry, Kylan, not today. We'll get him in the next round. Like, how does that work? Are we at the point now with the point guard spot where we just call it Bradwell? I like that. Dennis Walsh. Yep. By the way, you've unmuted. Have you have you unblocked Dennis Walsh? Yeah. Well, you, you did a long time ago. I actually like that. The Brad the Bradwell move. The Bradwell movement. That's actually that's very, very good, Dennis Walsh. I You're do so like smart. that. Back the back the Bradwell, but again, that's what it's going to come down to. Um, now, Keyshawn Johnson, I one thousand percent need more Keyshawn Johnson to play like he did against uh, against Washington. Um, this that's actually going to be the player. I know most people are going to be looking at uh, maybe to the un uh, to the untrained eye. People will be looking at uh, Kylan Boswell, um, but I'm going to be looking more at uh, Keyshawn Johnson. I want more of that from Keyshawn Johnson. If Keyshawn Johnson comes out and plays like that, then Arizona is going to be in good spot. Yes, one hundred percent. This is. This is, to me, we could talk about the regular season a ton. Arizona got Caleb Love and Keisha Johnson for the postseason. Right. Tommy Lloyd saw that the way they lost to Princeton and said, I'm going to go add some dudes that are, it's not going to happen to them. Right. So we're going to find out. That's, I don't care about the regular season and Keisha and all that. It is starting three weeks from whatever today. Uh, Keisha has to play like San Diego State tournament Keisha. Yeah, and if he does that, then we're good. I got no problems with it. We're also, we're going to get into a little bit of Arizona football here in just a minute. Um, but now let's just take a little traverse around the conference. Uh, UCLA and USC. Um, here's what, it, it's unfortunate for them that they're not in the Big Ten right now because they probably get into the NCAA tournament. And they, uh, they would also be like, well, you know, um, you know, it's just a tough competition. Both those teams stink, though. Um, and it's for different reasons. Uh, USC is totally disjointed. And the reason we're bringing this up is they got to beat them. USC is totally disjointed. Um, you don't really know. It's a little bit like Bobby Hurley. I hate saying that. Not quite the same, but it's a little bit like Bobby Hurley. Um, we are not. Nobody's watching this and we're not recording it. So there is no evidence of what I just said. Um, and with UCLA, their players kind of stink. I mean, you know, I, I you know, I, I know I sound like Mick Cronin right there, rip, uh, ripping on my butt, but the players kind of stink. They should be able to beat that. Yeah, it's UCLA is. Remember, we talked in the preseason about the upside and the downside, and I don't like their guards. You know how I felt about their guards. Right, their guards are just bad. That's just it. That's it is very hard to win in college basketball with bad guards. Sebastian, by the way, by the way Sheer, Sheer, you said this, you said this, we're talking about, we, we've had a long-standing argument about uh, Dylan Andrews and Kylan Boswell. The numbers yeah, are identical. It's a big dub for me. Dylan Andrews sucks. Their numbers sucks. are identical, dude. You're a big yeah. stats guy. Their numbers hey, are identical. All I know is that I watched Dylan Andrews go 0 for 7 the other day against USC. Well, I mean, Boswell's had those games too. Come on. Uh, Dylan Andrews is averaging 11-2-3 on 36% shooting. Got all right. 11-2-3 mm-hmm. on 36. Mm-hmm. Boswell is 10-2-3 on 39. I win. <laughs> They're the exact same, dude. That's 3% a lot. 3% a lot. Come on, dude. I'm joking uh, aside. This is a funny one, though, because the numbers are yeah, – I thought about I, that last night when I looked at it. The numbers are literally identical. 
But even if you take that, Caleb Love is clearly better than Sebastian Max. So you can make up for the guards. It's the guards. Like, Will McClendon played 27 minutes the other night, dude. Right. Oh, and he's very heavily on Will McClendon. I don't even know if he's a D1 guard. And he is atrocious, Will McClendon. He is very, very bad. You know why I actually like on UCLA? And we're going a little bit off topic, but who cares? Because that's what we do on this show. I actually like the uh, the freshman that uh, that Mick Cronin always bashes. I if Sebastian Mack wanted to come to the U of A, I would one thousand percent take Sebastian Mack at the U of A. If I had to choose one player, obviously besides Odette Bona, I like the Brick A kid. I think he's going to be good. He's not bad. Yeah, I like him. He's tough. Uh, I think he's pretty solid. He's a tough matchup. Cronin's rotations are weird, though. Like, he just doesn't trust players. I don't know. With that being said, they're going to beat Washington State this week. Uh, yes, I agree with that. Also, all right, I had a lot of people that wanted to uh, talk about Adia Barnes. We're going to get into this in just a second. All right, with Brawny, though, I do want to talk about Brawny here because he is here. I I think the media and fans have gotten it so wrong on Brawny from day one, and part of it's LeBron's fault. Initially, he was supposed to be LeBron. Then people said he sucked. Then people said he was really good. Now people say he sucked. Listen, Bronny is legitimately going to be an NBA player someday. Um, that time is it now. But I, he's, a, he's a legit NBA type player, man. I'm not saying he's a starter or anything, but, you know, I mean, he was a top 25 kid for a reason. Um, but you also got to remember he had a heart attack two or three months ago. I mean, the problem is LeBron made his own bed. Yes. Right. And, and, you know, when you go and you tweet, someone retweeted it today months ago, and you say, man, I'm watching college basketball or I'm watching the NBA and Bronny could play right now on half these teams. Or, yeah, Bronny would play on the Lakers. He would get killed at the NBA. Oh, can you imagine, right dude? And you're not doing – and it's like the irony, he deleted a tweet yesterday because he, he said, like, leave my kid alone. He's just a kid. It's like you're the dude that's saying he could play in the NBA, right? right? Like, stop. He can't play in the NBA. And and there's still a chance that he's going to declare for the NBA draft, which is a terrible idea. Right. And honestly, I, I always cracks me up too when a guy with 2.1 million followers um, or whatever it is, or like maybe it might even be more than that. I'm sure it is more than that. Deletes a tweet, dude. That was screenshotted, bro. Yeah, that tweet is deleted. It's just a dumb look. Um, it's almost like blocking people, which Sheer has been doing, but we have told him not to block people. Anybody that's blocked by Sheer, let me know, and we will get. By the way, you you this shows how much you're on Twitter. You said he had two million uh, followers. Is it like two hundred and two million? It's like fifty-two million. All right. Well, I am on Twitter a lot. I tweet all day. You're at fifty-one million right now, right? No, oh no, 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 no. I am, uh, I, I am approaching a time, approaching ten thousand. Oh, oh, don't like the brag, don't like the brag, don't like the brag. Um, all right, Adia Barnes. Listen, I'm not going to pretend to be an insider on Arizona women's basketball. That's why we have Erica Day, uh, Jason Shear's esteemed colleague, our colleague, uh, worker. Um, listen, Arizona had a very, very good, uh, very good weekend. The t- players that are around are clearly bought into Coach Adia Barnes. Um, but you can also make the point too, that the turnover just isn't natural. Um, and I think the problem, I think a lot of people have is that the players that are leaving are awesome. I mean, you look around college basketball, these aren't players that are going to like Diablo state. I mean, these, if that's a thing, um, these are players that are going and being all Americans at Colorado or, uh, being starter averaging 20 a game at TCU, uh, Miami. I mean, I can just keep naming them. That to me is a little bit of the issue is that the players that are leaving are really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're clearly talented. It's, it's tough, you know, and, and I know people bring this up to Gilbert, like, 
I think people also have to understand, and this goes for men's and women's transfers are a case by case basis, right? Like there, and a lot of times there, you know, there could be a common thread, but like with Kaylin Gilbert, I, I don't know if this one was an idea issue. Yeah. I, I kind of think it was, to be honest with you. I, I, to be honest, I don't think that now I will say with the other ones, like when you see a girl like Maddie Connor transfer and all of a sudden at right. ECU, she has the freedom and all that. And she's, she's scoring, you know, whatever it is, a game, uh, you know, then you're like, okay, maybe, you know, yeah, she's scoring 20 points a game. Is she shooting? Well, no, but 20 points a game is 20 points a game. But, and it's but like, I also, right. Go ahead. Sorry. But I, I think Gilbert is kind of a, a, a different animal. Let's just say. I also don't buy into the whole theory. And again, take this for what it's worth. I'm not, uh, I, I'm not uh, privy to, uh, uh, but this whole thing too, and I've had people try to tell me, well, you know, you got to play on both sides of the ball, uh, you know, to play for Adia Barnes. I mean, let's be honest. I've watched Adia Barnes teams enough to know that, uh, by the way, I will not be watching them anymore. I will be listening to them on the radio instead for a variety of reasons, but the offense just the offense. Let's be honest here. The offense isn't good. You cannot coach offense. Yeah. So this whole this whole the thing. Day, they were on fire. They were on fire the other day against Stanford. They were like fourteen of nineteen in the fourth quarter. But yeah, in terms of offense, she's not. No one's going to say she's a good offensive coach. Yeah, and you know, like so. I mean, there's that. So the whole thing about well, Maddie Connor can clearly score the basketball. I think that we're uh, think that we can probably say that at this point. But we'll see. Um, I don't. Uh, Oh, 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 hold on. Great question. This is really where we want to get to. And then we're going to get some Arizona football. Does Dryden Jeffries send you the games? I love Brody Dryden. Brody Dryden should 1,000%. Uh, well, uh, Brody Dryden, I believe, is going to be one of those people that I'm going to be. I'm glad that I was nice to him because I hope he remembers it because he's got a big-time future. But no, Derek Palmer is doing the games. Derek Just Palmer. Just do us a favor, everyone. Just do us a favor. On When is the game? Saturday? When is the game? Yeah. Saturday night. Thursday, whatever, whatever game they're playing, Thursday or Saturday, right? Just Erica, what is the game? It's Thursday oh, and Saturday, right? Okay, He's going on Saturday, believe it or not. I got tickets. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm bringing, I'm bringing are, Brielle. Are you going to be listening to the game? And... I know. I'm going to go meet him. I'm going to go down to the court and meet meet him. But just right. listen to Derek Palmer. Just go in your on your car, put on the radio, put on Sirius, whatever you need to do. Give it 10 minutes and you guys let me know. You will 1000% be thankful that you came here because he is absolutely, he's a gift, um, a little untraditional, um, but uh, I did not know about Derek Palmer uh, until I was cruising around the city. Uh, and then I called Sheer immediately and I said, why in the world have I not been listening to this for the last? And here's the thing. I have no excuse because I used to work at the cluster that does the game. So there's no excuse for it. I will be listening to this. Um, let's see. I will be I will be listening to this. Yes, Derek Palmer is the man. We like Derek Palmer. You know what else we like? The BetMGM Sportsbook app, my friends. And then we're going to get to some football here because we're going to try to get you some money as well. Check it out. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app. For at least $5, you will receive 150 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for details and let's hear from the great Damon dog or uh, Damon with a disclaimer. One problem call 100 Gambler available in the US call 8778 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467-369 New York call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts 21 plus to wager please gamble responsibly call 100 next up Arizona 100 bets off Iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan 1-800-991-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel visit betmgm.com for terms this promotional offer is not available in New York Nevada Ontario or Puerto Rico All right it's now time for the BetMGM uh, sport, uh, sportsbook parlay pick I'm picking Arizona uh, to win the game 
I am also taking them to cover, and I'm taking the under on ASU, whatever it is. I think ASU's is going to go into the toilet. I think the spread's going to be about 13 or 14. Uh, yeah, I think Arizona covers. I just say it's a bad matchup for ASU. Oh, by the way, people also know this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where is this? The question was just asked, and this is a good segue. Where is this question? Oh, here we go. Sheer, have you ever won the lottery? Sheer, have you won the lottery? Great point. Good answer by Erica, by the way. When he, Yes, when he married Shelby. That is a good point. Did you, Now, did you maybe meet her at the Arizona lottery? Yeah, well, I won the lottery, and, and Shelby came into my life in the same weekend once I had a, a large amount of money on me. Well, yeah, but the thing about it, too, is the Arizona lottery, like Shelby, is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It's also about giving back to the state. And the, yes, and the, yes, <laughs> correct. That's why I did it. <laughs> visit, 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 uh, hold on, visit acadventure.com for more information to know you could take an adventure for a chance to win one million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. All right, I'm sorry, that was yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, now again, we, we need to uh, we need to switch back over then because again, we need to switch back over to some errors. All right, to some Arizona football. All right. Unless you've uh, unless you've been living under a tree, actually, no, living under a tree. Um, I think it's a rock, Mike. Yeah, living under a rock. By the way, um, I can't. Uh, the The link you sent me is not working. This is very much annoying me. Um, hmm. Can you screenshot me the Can you screenshot me the odds so that we can uh, so that we can go over this because the link is not working. Um, hold on, just a second, just a second. This is great live talk. I don't know what. This is terrible. Sure, just screenshot it and send it to me, please. But do it right now because we're on it. My computers, if you guys can't figure out, it's top one of the worst combinations of all time. Yes, no, it's not good. It's not good. And then when I have to ad lib as well, it is not good. All right, it's sent. It's sent. Okay, all right. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. Oh, oh, boom, 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 boom. This is just like a super snap. Okay. All right. So Arizona football in the Big 12 this coming year has the fourth best odds to win it. All right, so here's what we got. We got Kansas State at one at 340. Then we got Utah or plus 340. Then we got Utah at plus 380. We got Kansas at plus 650. We got Arizona at plus 750. I love Arizona's chances. Joking aside, I love Arizona's chances. At those odds, the fourth best odds at plus 750, yes, please sign me up for two. See, I think one of the issues here, which is weird about the Big 12 this year, is like Arizona doesn't play Kansas State in a conference game and doesn't play Kansas. Right. So you'll need to rely on other teams to get that done. Arizona plays Utah, and obviously, judging by those odds, they probably think Utah is going to be favored. Um, but, like, Arizona doesn't play multiple teams in that top region. At plus 750, that's a heck of a bet, man. What am I, miss- what am I missing here? Kansas State lost – really good players they lost their quarterback they lost half they lost like four or five stars yeah, they got the young freshman they, they they're good i they're like good, it but, uh, but are you are so are you back in the k over the a uh well I'll never i'll never back another and you know kansas state's regular season they're under nine and a half wins okay and arizona is under eight and a half wins so basically they think arizona is going to be an eight win team uh, all right. And Kansas as well. Also, is this somewhat of a question then is about, is this somewhat of a question as well about Brent Brennan, maybe just not knowing what kind of coach he is at the power five level. Cause I look at Arizona's talent and I guarantee you looking at all these schools, looking at Arizona's talent, I'll take Arizona's offense over every one of these teams. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't know. Those odds are are fluid. You know, they could change after Arizona loses or adds guys on the transfer portal. Uh, right. That all depends. I know what you're wondering, Mike. ASU is under four and a half wins. Um, by the way, but it does crack me. It does crack me up a little bit. Guess who's uh, guess who's last in all of these? Or right at the bottom, Colorado. <laughs> Do we have ASU's four and a half? Colorado is five and a half. So Colorado, they're saying, will be better than ASU. And by the way, ASU doesn't even show up on what you just sent me. That's how bad ASU is predicted to be. That's for you, Jacob Franklin. Um, but uh, Arizona, though, uh, joking aside, I do like these odds. I think that I think Arizona is the best value pick in this conference at plus seven fifty. I mean, this is a team on a seven game winning streak, and let's be honest. I mean, the offense under Noah Fafita, by the way, very well deserved freshman honors. Um, the on- offense under Noah Fafita should be really good. And if it's not really good, then I have a real, then I'm going to have some real questions about Dino Babers immediately. It should really be good. I think a lot of it is just uncertainty, right? Yeah. Like new coaching staff, new OC, you know, how is Arizona respond to losing some of these guys in the portal? It's, I just think that uh, those odds are uncertainty. I don't really agree with quite a few odds. Like Oklahoma state is plus 1600. I, that's, I mean, Mike Gundy's better than that. Like, it's a mistake they make every single year. And then Mike Gundy always wins. You know what's funny about Mike Gundy? Mike Gundy always, like, every, like, fifth year, Mike Gundy will have a top-five team, and every year in between, they're a top-25 team. Mike Gundy is one of the top 10 to 12 coaches in all of college football, and I will stand by this. Yeah, he's a really good coach. So it, it's kind of like Oklahoma State fans are like, what are you guys doing? Like, right. plus 1,600? By the way, ASU is the third lowest with uh, Houston and BYU. Okay, well, yeah, that they, they deserve to be at the very bottom. Um, now uh, Arizona, though, let's look at these other ones. Um, Kansas Lance Leopold is a really, really good. Uh, he's a really, really good coach. Um, Kansas yeah. should be. Good. They absolutely should be good. Leopold is a great coach. Isn't it really weird saying that uh, that Kansas football should be good just because of? Uh, um, uh, their coach. All right. By the way, uh, CU fans. Oh, this is a great question by Rick Barrett's. Uh, CU fans are literally insane, even more insane than Totri for taking Rashada over Fafita. Agreed. They are insane. I've never come across a fan base that gets crazy, that goes so crazy if you say that, oh, well, you know, Dion, listen, I give Dion a C because Dion had the, uh, D- I don't know if people know, Colorado finished dead last in the conference last year. Again, dead last. Not first to last, dead last. I don't know what else uh, What else do you just say. How do you give Dion anything more than a C? That's not like great, I gave him an F. Great job by Dion because he's got fans getting mad at reality. Right? That's, that's, that's how you know when, when you're loved is when your fan base gets mad at reality. And that's what it is. He They didn't make a bowl. They, they, they started off hot and they became awful and the hype is going to be big again. And the Colorado fans are going to look at Vegas and say four and a half wins. We should be at nine wins. Yes, exactly. Do Colorado fans go away when Dion leaves after the year? Yeah, they're done. done. Yeah. I, I, because I can't really remember the last time that Colorado was good, like actually good in football or basketball where they were really relevant. I mean, maybe like back in the early to mid nineties, but I mean, cool. Are we talking like a one year thing? I mean, maybe a one-year thing, but even then, Gosh. Colorado was good. It's been maybe like Dan Hawkins have one good year or something. Or yeah, somebody. and with basketball, they made the second round in 2020. <laughs> I mean, that's what, but that's what we're looking at, though. We're having to go back all the way. We're having oh, uh, uh, Mel. Did they have a good year under Mel Tucker? No, 
No, that's why he left. Because he didn't have a good year and he parlayed that into a $10 million per year job. Let me see. He went, yeah, no, I'm right. He went five and seven and left. I mean, yeah. And their basketball history, to quote Ryan Mitchell, the great Ryan Mitchell, their basketball history is gross. Correct. It is. All right. But either way, I'm telling you all, get in on Arizona. I'm back in the A. Sheer, if you had to pick one team to win the conference this coming year in the Big 12, are you back in the A or are you back in somebody else? I always back the A, Mike. Silly question. By the way, I just looked it up. 2016, Mike McIntyre went 10-4. and That was their only winning record since 2004. All right. I thought that that was, I thought that was somewhere in, I thought it was somewhere in there, but yeah, Colorado, Colorado sports. All right. Now uh, let's see. We only got a few more minutes, by the way, uh, sheer, uh, sheer uh, messaged me before and he said he has to be out by 1120. Um, But uh, you know what? Sometimes guess what? Sheer, We'll actually have you out by then. All right. Now, when does the transfer portal open again? April 15th, BCAT. Come on. But this is where teams like Arizona are very smart. Have your spring game on like April 27th. So therefore, you get the highs. Nobody's going to look to leave after that. That would be a very good work by. That'd be very good work by uh, uh, Brent Brennan. Again, Takario Davis can still leave. We just hope he doesn't. Yeah, everyone's going to do that now because what you do is – if you want to quit on your team in spring football, you're going to look like a piece of crap. And when spring football ends, you have two days basically to enter the portal. If you want to enter after spring football, so be it. But every every school is going to do this. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a new reality. I guess who I saw, by the way, uh, uh, did I tell I actually did. You I told me Takario Davis, you threw your shirt at him. I threw Takario. I saw Takario Davis. Only thing that would have been better is if he was hanging out with Dylan Anderson. But I did see Takario Davis. But you know what? He was headed towards university. I was curious, though, if he was headed towards Illegal Pete's. Do you think he might have been? I would assume where else would he be headed? I don't understand. I mean, come on. Let's so the college basketball season is in crunch time, as is Takario Davis. Win or lose, Illegal Pete's is here to bring you a, a win with their legendary sound check deal. Bring in your ticket stub for uh, from any ticketed event and get a draft beer or house margarita for a penny. Illegal Pete's wants to celebrate with you, whether it's a pregame or postgame party uh, with locations in uh, Tucson and Tempe. They got you covered on all your game day. Must purchase an adult entree to redeem Illegal Pete's sound uh, check deal. Illegal Pete's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer, and the PHNX Raceway, or the uh, PHNX Race, uh, Phoenix Raceway, excuse me, sorry, PHNX taking over everything. Get your tickets to the Shriners Children's 500 at uh, Phoenix Raceway, March 8th to 10th, promises a weekend of good vibes for the whole family. Get your uh, reserved grandstand tickets now at phoenixraceway.com. All right, Jacob Franklin, can you pull up those merchandise deals? Um, let's, uh, let's check it out. All right, now. These 30% off, man. Look at all these things. Look at that BTFE shirt. Ooh, is that sexy or what? Check it out. Again, you can be like Tony Gimino. Tony Gimino got one of these shirts. By the way, can you imagine Tony Gimino walking around in one of those shirts, Jason Shear? Did he actually get one? Yeah, he said he did. Mm. I am all about Tony Gimino getting that shirt. But either way, check it out. Uh, go to gophnx.com. Get in the locker, and you will thank me later. Also, Jacob Franklin, pull up the uh, the takeover. We got the takeover coming up as well. All right. Only a couple tickets left here. The official AZ Wildcats takeover starts at Illegal Pete's and then goes over to the game. Arizona is going to uh, smash ASU, and you can be part of the process while making fun of ASU fans in the process. All right. Before we sign off here, Sheer, um, where can they find you doing your work? Uh, WildcatAuthority.com, Wildcat Scoop Podcast with Shelby, and at Jason Shear on Twitter. 
All right, we will work on some Forks Down merch. That is a very, very good call, uh, Rick Barrett's. But for Jason Shear, I am merely Mike Luke, the great Jacob Franklin behind the scenes. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.